Yo, Twitter is really fucking wild right now. I actually, I was in the middle of opening up this joint about, um, I guess this is like breaking news, but instead they have, it was the number one like trending topic on Twitter when I opened up Twitter and it was about the, the president in the Philippines ordering for women rebels to not be killed, but instead shot in the fucking vaginas, which is just like, that's wild. Like that's, that's crazy me two levels. Um, but then the weird part was, is I wanted to get like more detail on that to start the podcast off with that shit. And because I just like saw it and I closed it by accident, all of a sudden the number one trend is couples Valentine's Day tradition going strong after 39 years. What the fuck kind of, I, why, I really don't understand the social media shit. Um, but yo, welcome back to Andrew to Earth. This is episode seven, I believe. Um, I gotta apologize to my man David. Uh, the last time, <laughs> the last time I, I spoke to David about an episode, which was the last episode, episode six, he said he enjoyed it and he, he just didn't want to have to wait like a month uh, for the next episode. And I'm pretty sure I made him wait another month for the episode. So that's my bad on that, bro. Um, the next time we get together, we'll get some hookah together and talk about hookers or some shit like that. It'll be a great time. Um, I want to start off this episode. Uh, because like I thought about something the other day, right? And I like for whatever reason, this chick I used to know crossed my mind, right? And I remember, I remember talking to her, and it's like y'all know me well enough, and by this point to know that like I'm gonna say how I feel. I'm not a dick about things, but I'm gonna say how I feel. And um, and I really remember just always being at a point where it's like it was one of those situations where you like a chick just based on her attractiveness and there are parts of her personality that you don't know about or you don't care about yet and so you're not really on that type of time but you're really attracted to her physically and so you just kind of like let that be the thing that leads you and I remember just saying like random stuff that I was saying conversation to this chicken constantly having to like she would constantly get easily offended. Like, just off of, off of dumb shit, too. Like, just jokes, you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't even be anything about her. And what that made me think about is, like, I know so many people, and I think a lot of... I mean, I don't do this shit anymore. I, I made it a point to cut this shit off. I want to say something, like, four or five years ago. Um, But, like, a lot of people are friends with people that they have to apologize for being themselves, too. And I think that's wild fucking garbage, yo. I think... I think especially like, it, and it sucks too because a lot of people get into that situation where they've known somebody for so and so years, right? So like, especially if like you grew up with the person, right? So you known this person for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever the case is. And people hold on, they latch on to these people, right? Because it's like, oh, we have history together and all of that. But I'm so anti that because I just feel like as you grow, you become more of you than you were in, in times past, right? You, you're not the same person that you were when you were in high school, um, when you're in your 30s or your 40s and stuff like that. You change, other people change, some people don't, you know, whatever it is. And I think it's okay to disconnect at some point with people. 
as eventually you gotta you gotta grow and then you you just you know you sprout in whatever direction you're going in but i feel like a lot of people just really um a lot of people get stuck in conversations and situations where they're dealing with people who they really don't fuck with you know what i mean the people just don't get them they on a different type of time and i really hate seeing people especially when they're my friends are like somebody i know i hate seeing people in friendships with other people that they that the only basis for the friendship is becomes oh well i've known them for x amount of years even though y'all not even y'all don't even you really don't fuck with the person so I say all of that to say, if you're in one of those situations where you've been friends, quote unquote, with somebody for mad long, which really just means like you follow them on Facebook and like every now and then they'll text you to tell you about some shit, but they never ask you how you're doing. Um, if you're dealing with a situation like that, man, dub that fucking person, dog, because there's way too many people to actually give a fuck about who actually give a fuck about you or could potentially give a fuck about you or move on your type of time for you to be wasting time with these people who you constantly have to apologize for being yourself to. Like, that's garbage. Like, that's not even a friend. If you have to explain yourself to somebody and constantly apologize for shit that you say as a joke or how you act and, and feel like you have to validate yourself and especially what a lot of people then do... Um, Sadly, it start to be like, well, I want to chill with this person because they're so used to chilling with that person. And so then instead of saying, well, fuck it, I'm going to be unapologetically myself. They say, well, if I'm going to chill with this person, I have to act like this. And then they start to change themselves for that. So if you're in that situation, just understand that that shit is garbage. It's trash. And I really don't care if you've known the person for 40 fucking years. If they make you feel like you can't be yourself and that you have to constantly apologize for being you, you need to get that shit out of your life and expand your horizons and find somebody new, man. It's like breaking up. That's realistically what it is. It's just you're just choosing to break up with a friend, and it's even better than it's ever, it's even better than a regular breakup because y'all not even fucking, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't even gotta miss out on the sex. <laughs> shit is whack. Like it's just really all you missing out on is like text messages at that point. That shit is garbage. But yeah, take hold of your shit, man. Always always be responsible for that. I feel like I don't I don't know I don't know why that's a thing now. I feel like a lot of people, um. Put up with the fake shit, man. I don't know. I don't know at what point. I, I guess it was it's, maybe it's like a social media thing where relationships became more about the optics than the quality. And I feel like a lot of people do that. And it's funny, too. I was listening to um, Joe Budden podcast and I remember uh, Maul saying something like, um, if you if you it's hard to invite chicks certain places because unless it's a photo op that they could post unless it's like instagrammable they're not gonna they're not gonna be down to go um and i feel like a lot of people are doing that with their friendships where it's like they want the optic of being like oh look at us we've been friends for x amount of years but realistically like that friendship died probably 10 years ago and you just keep feigning this social interaction just for the sake of saying oh yeah we see each other all the time so i don't know um the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, I don't know if y'all if y'all got up on this, but there's a uh, <laughs> I forget how this came up the other day. But did y'all know there's like race bait porn? And um, what it is is it's it's just racist ass porn. And the shit gets. All right, I'm gonna, I gotta be honest on this. Some of them are some of them are okay, right? 
Like this one, um, this is one. I'm I'm assuming mad people saw this video. And here's the thing. Originally, I don't even know how I found this. I think I was looking at like interracial shit. And like this joint came up and I remember the title saying N-word and it said N hyphen word. So I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? And I and I saw the dude, like you eventually you watch enough porn and depending on the category, like you start to learn people's names and shit. So I knew it was Shane Diesel. I'm pretty sure that's his name. And it's him and like this like milfy white chick. So I'm like, let me watch this shit. And I watch it. And it's just like him like abusing her and shit like that or whatever. And then the, like towards the end of the video, I think she says like, she says, she says something like, give me that nigga dick or something like that. And I was just like, uh, I like, that's not that bad in, in retrospect. Cause I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I've, I've actually had conversations with people where they get off on that. I've never done it personally, but I can kind of get it where it's like the conversations that I've had. It's been like never it's been with black guys having sex with white chicks, but it's never been where they want the girl to say something to them. It's like where they say shit to the girl is just like, um, I don't know, just like derogatory, but also has a has a like racial um, has a racial tilt to it and shit like that, which I get. Right. That's like one of those like appeals of the interracial thing that I feel like a lot of people either don't want to acknowledge or they aren't aware that it's that it can be a part of it. It isn't always, but I, I find it very hard to believe when um, people date outside of their race. And I always have. And maybe this is coming from my slant. When you date outside of your race, this is very I'm, I'm, if somebody tells me that they never really took in the racial aspect of it and just like, you know, people are people. You get the fuck out of my face with that. Like as a, as a black man who has had sex with a white woman like there's no you can't tell me that you don't understand the, the how fetishized if that's a word. I don't know if that's a word, how fetishized that idea is. You know what I mean? Because it's just like you got this big black dick. It's all over the place. Like you can't walk straight and shit. That's why niggas walk with that bopping shit. And then you got these white women. And I guess in every black guy's mind, like white guys, dicks are like smaller are like shorter than the fucking iPhone. And I'm not talking about the like the plus. I'm talking about the regular. Like it, it's just small. It's like if you could take the, the remote that Spectrum give you and you could cut it in half both ways, like cut it long ways and cut it and cut the height. Like I feel like that's the idea of what like guys what the general idea of like a white guy's dick is. So when we come in with this big shit, we come in with like the old school 70s black guy voice, be like, yeah, you want some of this, baby? And, you know, like, it's like Eddie Murphy said, like the shit's down to here, like to your fucking kneecaps and shit. So we come in with this big shit and I just feel like a lot of people front on that because they don't want to say it, but like, it's a, it's a part of the element. And at least for me, like everybody know my thing, um, I've oh like every it's gotten to the point now that one of my homies has my type down, and he knows me. I go for women who, who like seem like they could never take it, or like they would never date me. And I don't know. That's like a weird thing. If I see you, and my initial thought is you would never date me, I'm automatically intrigued. And now I gotta say something to you just to see how you handle my personality and shit, which I know I'm not the easiest to handle. But I thought it was just crazy. So. While I'm watching this joint, right, I'm like, I right, this is definitely not as bad as it gets. So I start looking for more shit. It got a little bit worse when I watched the video. And um, 
I think you can actually search it. I started with that one that I saw and it said N-word. I was in interracial and then I saw that one that said N-word and then I clicked on it and in it, N-word is like a category now. It's not a big category and the race bait stuff is hard to find. And what I think is, I think there's a lot more of it out there that's intentionally race bait porn, but I think I haven't figured out what that keyword or the category is that they're using to actually find the shit. And it's probably something you can fucking figure out on Reddit because it's apparently everything on the fucking internet starts on Reddit now. Um, but after the N-word shit, I went to a, a, a couple other joints and there's this one where it's a like just like trailer trailer park trash looking white chick and she's wearing a confederate flag bikini and she has this black chick eating her out that one was just that one just killed the whole that one was just weird i just it's just very uncomfortable shit and then the most uncomfortable one was scrolling down from that was like this wild gangbang with um like four or five white guys and this black chick and on her chest in fucking Sharpie was the word nigger. And that shit was like wild uncomfortable because I guess, and I, and I think a lot of people would have been like the first one was wild enough, but the first one I could honestly say I got it as a tactic. If somebody said that shit to me in person, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't just hit them. Like I wouldn't, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't just be like, I'm going to demolish your shit and then fuck you. Like, just like, like a middle finger. Fuck you. Um, not, not inside. You You know what I'm saying? Um, but like the other joints to me just went a little bit too far. And I was just like, Oh, this is, this is a thing. And I could just imagine like really like rednecky guys just watching this shit and like really just, beating a little pink meat to the shit and it just i don't know that shit was just weird but yeah there's a there's a whole section for racist porn and i'm sure at some point somebody's just gonna have a website that's dedicated to a whole bunch of racist ass porn especially in the, in the social climate that we're in so i wasn't surprised that i found that to begin with i was just surprised that like i love that the fact that they actually and i think i guess because um like the porn sites there are certain keywords that they'll block so you can't put like racist i guess or maybe you can but i love that they're that they're like trying to hide it with race bait and um and and hyphen word which is fucking hilarious um so lately i've been i've been going back and forth and the reason why i've been so like stagnant with the with the updates on the podcast is because um right now i'm just i'm trying to figure things out like i think i told you guys one of my thing for 2018 is that i want to double my salary and right now we're on a good road um i got a lot of stuff cooking with work and um and hopefully that becomes uh something better but we'll see um you know i'm not really stressing it i'm really focused more on the quality of my work than i am just trying to chase a number um but Another part of it was that I feel like everybody already beat me to the punch in podcasting, right? I feel like everybody already has that podcast and everybody has like four or five people on the podcast. And it's it, it seems like if I if I really had to gather a handful of podcasts and um, and put mine to it, it kind of makes me internally feel like mine is probably the least entertaining. And so I realized that like a large part of what's bugging me out is the social media aspect of things 
where I feel like everybody has mad accolades. Everybody's of this, everybody's of that. They got like hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'm just looking and I'm just like, yo, if you really read between the lines of the shit people saying, you realize they just as fucked up as you. And then I was, and then the second thing on top of that, I was just like, yo, am I the only person without impressive accolades? Because I feel like everybody got something that they put down. Everybody's hosting this or they DJing here or they're a photographer there or they're a writer this. And I'm just like, but y'all regular niggas. And, and I don't know at what point where the accolade thing became such a, I don't know, it's like, a, it's like, it's like a, it's like a must have now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like people are out here being like, yo, I must be X title and people are making this shit up. I feel like, because I'm seeing people with like blue checks on Twitter and shit like that. And I don't know who the fuck they are. So that means that at some point they really did like the full on, like I need to send Twitter my, my fucking driver's license and I want them to see me so that when people see that blue check, they respect the technique, but it's just like. Now, when everybody, when anybody just gets a, a blue fucking check, you know what I mean? You don't even have to be like a Michael Jordan or your shit. If everybody's just getting a blue check, then isn't the blue check in theory like just pointless? So I don't know. All I know is everybody got accolades except me. Um, what else did I see? Yo, did y'all get, I, I think this actually happened sometime today where apparently this couple sold all of their belongings and bought a sailboat and they sank the boat in two days i don't i really don't have anything to share on that honestly that just seems like some white shit to do um i i don't know maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't know i can't imagine i can't imagine what would be the black equivalent to that what would black people sell all this shit for well, I feel like, and it's horrible too, right? Because stereotypically, like, black people do that shit maybe for, like, drugs, just for the re-up. But, I don't know. That's some weird-ass white people shit. Like, why would you sell all your belongings to get on the fucking boat? Why? Like, what are you going to do? Eventually, like, where y'all going to stop? What happened when you get into the middle of the ocean you don't know what the fuck you're doing? Like, at some point, you... I don't know, man. This shit don't make no sense. But, yo... God bless y'all. I hope you guys make make the shit back. I, maybe you got rich family members or something. Somebody can help you get on track. I don't know how that goes, but I don't understand why the fuck anybody would ever sell their belongings to get on a sailboat. It's been, like, why? Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to be on this long. Not only did you sell all your shit to buy a boat, but you don't even really, you must not really know how to handle that boat or what environments, like, you should be taking that boat in if you fucking sink the shit after two fucking days. And once you sink a ship, if you can get it back above ground, can you make it good again? Because I wouldn't want to hop back in that motherfucker. If somebody if somebody said, hey, yo, you want to get out on my boat? I'd be like, all right, cool. You'd be like, yeah. And they told me a story about how they sank the shit like two months ago and they and then they they brought it back and restored it i'm not getting in that fucking boat if the shit sink once it's gonna sink again in my mind so i'm not getting in that motherfucker you're gonna have to do a lot better than that shit you get let's get some jet skis or let's just walk somewhere like i heard central park is nice you know what i'm saying especially during the summer this shit is wild popping i'm not i don't really want to get in boats with motherfuckers who don't know how to make decisions like that and shit and those be the first niggas that do that whole they go fucking wherever where where do out you know where do niggas cop these fucking uh boat shoes every summer i see these motherfuckers walking through these white guys walking around uh fucking midtown manhattan and shit they got on polos them little blue shorts with, with they like way above their kneecaps and shit and them fucking boat shoes where do niggas get boat shoes? I want to know. 
I want to know. I might pull up in some boat shoes. I might do, I might do a fucking walk through through Wash Heights in some boat shoes just to see what happened. Actually, nah, nobody's really gonna gonna make a big deal about that. Dominican niggas be walking around in boat shoes, no? I think I seen Dominican niggas walk around in boat shoes. Whatever. Um, what else is going on right now is I'm 31 years old. And I work a nine to five and my life is pretty normal. And I hate that shit because every time I watch Broad City, it makes me feel wild corny, yo. Um, shout out to shout out to Broad City. I, I love that fucking show. Uh, I just watched the episode last night where they were on shrooms and that was fucking glorious. But um, season four of Broad City is on Hulu. Shout out to that. Um, I was also on Twitter earlier and... I don't know if you guys saw this. If you guys got to check this out, right? So it's, you know, the Olympics and stuff is going on right now. The Winter Olympics. And Leslie Jones is putting up videos on Twitter and I guess maybe on Instagram as well. But on Twitter of her commentating um, while like the shit is going on. And I honestly and I think she did this once before. And this is probably like a reiteration of it. But I honestly think Leslie Jones should commentate every fucking thing, yo. Like there's something about her energy. And she Leslie, you know, who Leslie Jones. Well, she doesn't remind me of a person. Leslie Jones reminds me of a type of person. I think we all have like that one friend who's genuinely surprised by shit. Like that friend who freaks out in the street when like when you were walking in Union Square and some nigga get, get, gets like a fucking, uh, you know, gets like a nice sized crowd of people around him and they do like a magic trick out in the street. And that one friend that bugs the fuck out and they're like, yo, did you see that shit? Like, I feel like that's Leslie Jones. And like the fact that she is so easily amused and also like just just really invested in in the fun of a moment just makes me feel like she should like i feel like she can make golf exciting like she's that good i feel like she can make golf really popping yo did tiger woods make golf popping or did we just give him mad props because he was black because i really feel like i don't really know if he put any flavor in that shit i feel like he just was doing what they was doing and he just happened to be doing it better than them which is okay i guess which I mean, you know, maybe I no 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 I can't. I guess I can't take that away from Tiger because I mean, you can't really get really swaggy with golf. You know what I'm saying? Unless you coming in there and you're gonna like Adam Sandler the shit and start hitting it with like a fucking um, hockey stick or something like that. You can't really. Uh, I guess you can't really fucks with it heavy like that. Um, but uh, I don't know. Damn, yo! Now that got me thinking. And you know what should be a sport? Fuck that. It shouldn't just be a recreational thing. Mini golf should be a sport. Because I honestly think mini golf is harder than regular golf. Like regular golf, you got all that room. You know what I mean? You don't really got a lot of obstacles. You just kind of got to like, you just got to wait for motherfuckers to be like, the shit is over there. And you just hit the shit. And eventually you get close and then you put that shit in. Boom. You know, it falls in a little bucket, in a little, um, what do you call that shit? In the hole. I'm mad it took me so long to get to the word hole. And it falls in a hole and then you move, you hop in a little little golf cart, you know what I mean? Speed off and you go to the next joint. But I really feel like mini golf is where it's at because mini golf deals with so much shit. You got obstacles, you got windmills, you got all kind of little weird hills. There be shit that be pushing you in waterfalls. Some of them it's like if you hit it and you go up a little hill, the shit end up in like a river or some shit like that. And I really feel like niggas, niggas in golf really not gonna impress me until they bring this shit to the, to the fucking miniature joints. You know what I'm saying? Because I really think 
that the niggas that's nice at golf golf are going they gonna they're gonna suck at, at mini golf and I honestly think that I'll probably bust ass at that and then that's a new sport right there then I'm gonna be the Tiger Woods of mini golf like Tiger's not even gonna be able to fuck with me especially not now he done I don't know what road he went down but I don't think he's really uh, I don't think he really wants to smoke with me on a mini golf course. I'm not the nicest, but <laughs> if you think you're just gonna come over there and smoke me, like that's just definitely not happening. Um I also watched uh one of the homies that was figure skating and it was uh, um I guess this was a I I'm assuming this was sometime over the weekend. Homie did a, an ice skating routine to that bar mitzvah joint. Um, I don't have the tune in my head right now, but it was like everybody had up the Israeli flag and stuff like that. But he did the ice skating routine to that joint that they play at the bar mitzvahs. And I was watching it and I, I really got into it. Right. Because like I always wanted to I always wanted to be a part of a Jewish celebration. The shit just looks like a lot of fucking fun to me. And if you know me well enough, you know, if there's a party or some shit, I'm there. Um, so I always wanted to do it. But then it made me question. Is, is song choice like a stat in figure skating? Because I think homie came in second. He fell once. And he, other than that, like, he killed the routine. But I feel like I've, I feel like song choice should be a statistic. Like, if you can get the crowd involved, even if your shit's not that nice, you should at least get some points for song choice because you got the fucking crowd into it. And, like, everybody was into that shit. So shout out to that. Um, and we're not going to make this a long episode. I think half an hour is a really good cut for this. But yo, I'm confused. So one, this Fifty Shades, the, the whole Fifty Shades book thing, right? That was a thing, right? Women were really into it and they talked about it. This was like, what, like four fucking years ago? So the book series comes out, right? Then they drop the movie. The movie comes out. People say Fifty Shades of Grey. Boom. It's popping. It's great. Oh my God. Gonna go see it twice, right? There was like a beef. Like, I don't know which one was more on the women who don't actually have sex radar. I don't know which one was at the top, if it was Fifty Shades or Magic Mike. But I feel like they were teeter tottering amongst each other to figure out like who was really taking that spot. Um, but at the same time, I felt like the people who were going to watch Fifty Shades were like, 50-year-old women who had been married for like 30 years and haven't had sex with their husband in at least four. So, you know what I mean? It just, I don't know. I, I, I got the concept. I didn't really get it. So first they said the first Fifty Shades was good. Then the second one came out and they were like, that shit was wild trash. So apparently now the third one is coming out and the third one is supposed to be a lot of sex. It's just supposed to be a lot of sex. And I honestly don't understand why the fuck people are paying to see this. We have internet access. We have free porn. You can, if you if you fucking love the Confederate flag, you can even watch free racist porn. You can you can if you're home and you like laying down in your living room in your little nighty or whatever with your fucking fuzzy slippers. You can turn on Cinemax, and if you go to the on-demand section, it's like an adult entertainment section. You could just go there, and you could watch Cinemax. That shit is the same shit. Why would you pay like anywhere from what is it like twelve to fifteen dollars, depending on where you live at and what theater you go into, to fucking watch this softcore porn? That's not even gonna be really softcore because I don't even think they're showing titties in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just, I just really don't understand it. Um. 
But uh, other than that, that's it, man. That's episode seven. We're just going to leave it like that. Uh, yo, I I know last one was the rusty comeback, but honestly, um, this might be a little a little less rusty comeback. But I'm going to try to keep this one going, man. Like, I'm really just, I'm really tired of living in my own head so much, man. That's me pouring the rest of this bottle of wine, by the way. Shout out to the Merlot. To the Merlot. Um... <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just really tired of being in my in my own head, and I feel like I put so much pressure on myself to turn this into like this huge thing. But honestly, it's just really exciting when like the people that I know text me and they be like, "Yo, you bugging out when you was talking about so and so." Like, I just love that shit, man. And like, this definitely isn't one of the funnier episodes, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'll figure out something better for episode eight after I drop back in. When I'm not so tired, yo, it's horrible recording on a fucking Monday. Because you got that Monday vibe with you where everything just fucking drains you. And you know what's crazy? You ever notice how Monday, Sunday and Monday have a feel to them? I don't know what the fuck it is. Sunday, Monday have a feel to them. Sometimes Friday does. But you can, you can get in a car accident be in a coma for four years. And if you wake up and it's a Sunday, you know it's a motherfucking Sunday. Like, there's just something that's there about it. I don't know what it is yet. I feel like it's a combination of factors. I don't know. And maybe you don't... Oh, excuse me. Maybe you don't feel Sunday if, like, you're in a hospital. But I honestly feel like you do. Like, I feel like there's nothing... There's something about waking up on Sunday where you just know it. And I wish somebody could identify that for me. I really do. Um, so shout out to Sundays. Um, shout out to everybody who's been following and supporting the cast. I really appreciate it. Um, I know I said I'm going to keep up with it and I'm definitely going to try. Um, but I'm not making it about a thing anymore. Or at least I, I've been trying not to make it about a thing. Um, but it has been. So, um, you know, just a little just I'm just really growing as I go, just like you are. Um, so I'm gonna just try and have fun with this shit, man. I, I think at some point I wanted to try and make the podcast a podcast and I needed to really remind myself that this shit ain't no podcast. It's not something I'm trying to be the best at or something I'm trying to grow really as much as it is that it's something that I'm just trying to share my thoughts with y'all. And, you know, like I said, it's dope when the homies hit me up and just tell me that they listen and that shit is popping enough for me. So, um, shout out to that and, uh, shout out to you. So thank you for listening. This is Andrew to Earth, episode seven. I'll be back soon with episode eight, and I'm going to loosen up a little bit. But you know how Mondays are. I don't really fuck with Mondays like that. And I don't think anybody does, nor should they. Matter of fact, Monday should be a motherfucking holiday, but we could talk about that at a different point. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Peace.